If you have been tuning in, you know that we've been talking with Paul Cummins. He's the program director for, excuse me, the program manager for Nevada County OES. And we've been checking in with him, and I'm going to talk to him now. Paul, welcome to KVMR, and thanks very much for your time. Good evening, Claudio. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Paul, you know, we've been talking. This is our third time now, so I... I imagine that we're going to repeat some stuff, but but all of it's important. Not everybody is listening all the time, and, and they may have missed it. So to start, can we talk about what the current estimate is as far as the size of the highway fire? Yeah, um, we are working to engage the incident command post to get the most up-to-date numbers. We've actually got one of our folks down there now that's going to report back to us. But last we've heard, it's still holding between 30 and 40 acres. Um, you know, we're hearing the fire behavior may have moderated a little bit, but we need to confirm that. Um, so there's still potential there, still a, a challenging area for them to, to work in. Um, and, and, and over the night, we'll have to see um, if fire behavior changes and slows down, so, so more to follow there. Very good. Okay, so we'll, we'll check in with you about that at 7 o'clock as far as whether or not the thing lays down and uh, they make good progress today. Do you have any information about containment? Were you given anything as far as current containment? Yeah, we don't have that either. Um, hopefully by 7 o'clock we'll have more there. Uh, again, we'll, we'll have to get that from the uh, Tahoe National Forest folks. Very good. I know that this thing is moving fast. There's a lot of, of agencies working together. Nevada County is, thankfully, one of the counties that is sort of held up as well, we, we, we do pretty well, so um, we will check in about that at 7 o'clock. Has there been any changes to uh, the road closures? I, I understand last time we talked, there was a road closure, I think, at Highway 20 and then another one um, at Gaston and Relief Hill. Has, is that still the case? Have any of them, are, are there any new ones? Have those been opened up? What can you tell me about that? Yeah, no, no new changes there, um, which again indicates that over the last hour, the fire behavior at least hasn't expanded. Um, so I'll just back up a little bit and just say that um, uh, zones NCOE315, uh, NCOE030, and um, you know the other one isn't loading for me now, NCOE316, uh, those three zones are all under an evacuation order. And that includes all of Washington Road and the town of Washington and um, the area of Omega. And so uh, those areas have been deemed by the sheriff's office and the, the fire unified command that um, there's a direct threat to life and property. And so um, they have enacted road closures uh, going all the way from Relief Hill and Mayburg South along Washington Road all the way up to Highway 20. That's that main road there that has been shut down. But if there are residents that are evacuating that need to use that, if it's safe to do so, local law enforcement will direct them as needed. But if you're outside the area trying to get through to the town of Washington, uh, that road is closed right now because of the heavy law enforcement and fire uh, presence in the areas they're working to suppress this fire. I'm sorry, Paul. I, I'm going to ask for a clarification here. Uh, did you... What about people who are who live in Nevada City? I guess the question is this: people who live in Nevada City that perhaps work in Truckee or work in Tahoe and are coming home, is there an official word as to whether they should go around, or is law enforcement allowing people through on twenty to get home to Nevada City? 
Yeah, I don't have that answer. Um, but from what I'm seeing, you know, on our site, it looks like they would probably be able to get through 20, but I can try to get that for you for the seven o'clock. Um, I, I would, I would say there's probably going to be heavy fire and law enforcement activity in that area. And so if you could avoid it, that might be better for you to do. Right. It's a great, great reminder for our listeners that there are a lot of agency vehicles working the fire. And of course we want to give them all the space that they need. So as we talked about last time, there was there's currently five zones that are under either a warning or evacuation, as you mentioned, NCOE315, NCOE316, NCOE030 are evacuation orders, which which means it's a lawful order. It's it's an immediate threat to life and you need to leave the area. As we talked about, NCO 030 was elevated. It was originally in a warning, which indicates that the fire is perhaps moving in that in that direction. We've talked about how it's a very steep area. It's very tough to get into. As best as you know, is it does it seem like the fire is still moving in that general direction? Do we have any information about its behavior currently? You know, I don't. Um, I don't have that. We are trying to get that, and we hope to have a, a more accurate. Uh, fire intel update, you know, that we can get from the, the, the professionals that do that for you um, at seven o'clock. But um, again, just based on what we're seeing from the sheriff's office and the zones, you know, the, the zones that are changing, um, we're not seeing new zones being activated. And something we didn't talk about was um, zone NCOE 015 and 318, which are the, are the zones and communities north of the Yuba River. Mm-hmm. Um, those zones are under an evacuation warning, which means get ready to go. Um, that your zones could be come under an order depending on fire behavior. Uh, when you're under a warning, those those are the folks that if you've got livestock or you know maybe elderly or disabled family members, now's the time to 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 get out if you require extra time to evacuate. But everyone else um, should be primed and ready to leave um, should should the fire behavior change. I did check with our uh, sheriff's uh, deputy that works here in the emergency operations center while we're on the call here, Claudio, and he confirmed um, that Highway 20 is is open. Um, But I would just, again, uh, encourage your listeners to use prudence as they they drive up through there because there could be potential delays uh, with with the heavy uh, traffic that's going to be there as they suppress the fire. Very good. So if you're just tor- if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Paul Cummins. He's the uh, OES program manager for Nevada County. The question that I asked that that Paul just clarified was whether or not people who are in Truckee, people who are in Tahoe, that are coming home to Nevada City Grass Valley, whether or not they would be able to come down 20. And as he mentioned, as far as he knows, as far as we know, it is open, but. Again, to to echo his words, it, it's a good idea to stay away from the area, not just for safety, but also to minimize any impact on the various fire agencies that are working on this blaze at the moment. So the town of Washington, let's talk a bit about the town of Washington. It's it's a very rugged area. It's it's there's, I think, what, two ways in. There's one way in through the road, which is off of 20 and then another using a forest hit, uh, service road can can you talk about how that evacuate acu- excuse me how that evacuation went down is the town uh, is there a law enforcement presence is the town uh, safe 
Yeah, you know, I've been uh, we, we're working with the sheriff's office to get those details, and from what we're hearing, uh, it sounds like the evacuation is going really smoothly. Um, the main roads out are um, up Washington Road to Highway 20. So, um, and then there is a Relief Hill Road out to um, that uh, National Forest um, Highway Road. And so I don't know which route residents would have been directed. It's, it's probably going to depend on where they were located, reference the fire. But we're not hearing of any evacuation um, issues or challenges right now. It seems to be going smoothly. Very good. Uh, as mentioned, we'll check in with you at 7. Uh, before I let you go, let's, let's just really quickly, let's talk about the resources that we've mentioned already. Tell me about the evacuation zone, or excuse me, the eva- animal evacuation center at the fairgrounds and, and where people can go as a temporary evacuation point. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, if there are residents who, um, who who have been evacuated directly uh, due to this fire, they can go to the Madeline Helling Library in Nevada City, and that's at 980 Helling Way, uh, and that's been set up as a temporary evacuation point. We will have county staff there throughout the evening to answer questions and provide support to residents as they um, have been displaced, um, so they can get information. You know, there'll be some food and water. They can come inside, you know, take a seat and just um, and try to relax as, as we figure out what's going on. And, and, and I know the sheriff's office is going to work with uh, the fire agencies to get folks back to their homes as soon as possible. So that is a resource for folks to get information and to just um, find respite from this evacuation. And then the, um, those folks who've been displaced, if they have animals, whether they be pets or livestock, they can bring those to the Nevada County Fairgrounds Gate 8. And that's at 11228 McCourtney Road in Grass Valley. And the Sheriff's Office Animal Control and the um, Animal, uh, the Sheriff's um, Heart Team is there. Uh, volunteers ready to receive those animals and make sure that they're taken care of uh, throughout this incident. Very good. Paul, before I let you go, since you are the resource for this information, the county has been sending out, we've heard your voice going out on the emergency uh, broadcasts that that interrupt programming on these local radio stations, not just ours, the uh, EAS. If if people are not aware, there is a program called Code Red, which I was hoping you could just explain what that is, how it works, and then tell us how people can sign up if they aren't already. Sure. Uh, real quick uh, on Code Red, it's an opt-in system. And so if you sign up for Code Red, we'll send you a text message, a phone call, and an email. And I always use the example of my friend Megan, who lives um, in Lake Wildwood. You know, she signed up in Lake Wildwood for Code Red, and we send a message to her zone where she lives, she'll get the message. But if she is, uh, like, in Nevada City uh, shopping or at school, and we Code Red that zone, she would not get the message because Code Red is based on where you've registered. So that's where you need to have other tools at your disposal, like trusted news sources um, like KBMR, KNCO, Ubinet, the union, um, your, your, your friend group of people who stay connected in our community. Uh, try to draw information from dis- different resources about what's happening in our community. But Code Red is a great place. Uh, what's one of the main tools that we use to message residents? The residents can sign up by calling 211, or they can go to readynevadacounty.org uh, slash uh, emergency alerts and then sign themselves up for Code Red. You did mention um, that we send messages out over the radio, uh, and then we'll put something out on TV, and then we can also um, send messages out via a wireless emergency alert 
that we did send one today that we know many residents received around uh, the new uh, evacuation order area for um, zone NCOE 030. And that system is based more on line of sight of cell towers. And we know that sometimes that message can proliferate and go a little further than the, than the designated area. And so that's why some residents in our county may have seen that message. But this is why it's so important that um, folks know their zone because that message was pretty clear that zone NCOE 030 was under an evacuation order. And so if you go to community.zonehaven.com, you can make sure that you memorize your zones and the zones that are important to your family members and uh, and you'll know whether a message like that affects you or not. All right. We've been talking with Paul Cummins, Nevada County OES Program Manager. Paul, we'll check in with you at 7. Thanks a lot, Claudia. All right. Thank you.